This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode 119 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today I have two delicious guests. We have Yuri and Jasmine Fedorov. They're, they're the owners of Mason's Famous Lobster Rolls. Guys, how you doing? Doing good. Yeah, we're good. How are you? I'm doing great, although I've got this now hunger going on. I was on your website earlier, and I haven't stopped drooling ever since looking at those dang pictures of the lobster rolls. I, I, I so wish we could have done this interview in purpose, or, or, or in person, and maybe you could have snuck a lobster roll or two my way. But, you know, next time. Sounds good. I mean, we're almost open, so you're welcome to come on in. couple <laughs> There we go. There we go. So let's start with your business. Tell us a little bit about Mason's Famous Lobster Rolls. All right. So our idea, we started about 2014. Actually, we started all the way in Annapolis. It was us and our partner, Dan Back. So back then, actually, lobster rolls, it was something new. You know, right now, you probably almost can find a lobster roll on a menu in every restaurant. But back then, it was kind of a new trend. Not that many people knew about lobster rolls. Obviously, you know, up north, if you go to like Maine or New England, lobster rolls were always popular and people know exactly what we are talking about. But, you know, like down here, especially is down south, you know, this is a pretty new trend. So back then in 2014, I mean, I have to give pretty good credit to my partner, Dan Back. He spent probably like 30 years in the restaurant business. So he came up with this idea. He saw this lobster rolls becoming a new trend. So we found a pretty good spot in downtown Annapolis. That's where we opened our first location. Wow. Didn't, didn't really expect, you know, it's going to be nothing big. You know, we just like went with little small space, like, you know, hole in the wall. And, and you know, people start really catching up with those. Yeah. Like one after another, people really love it. And people start asking us, like, I mean, we would like to have this lobster rolls in this city or down here. Are you going to ever expand? But wow! That's, yeah, that's kind of you know how we decided maybe we should expand and start going into like a little franchise thing. Good for you. So, so you have quite a few locations currently, right? Yeah, most of them are, are up north in DC area. We have one in Delaware, like Baltimore. All the first one was in Annapolis, and now we finally expanded a little bit south. So, uh, probably like a year ago, or so we opened one in Charleston, and just like six months ago, we opened this one here in Florida. And how'd you end up in Florida? Oh, in Florida, it's kind of an interesting story. My wife, she's actually from Hawaii. So we were in up north and we loved it, you know, we liked being there. But she was always complaining about winters, how cold she was. And she said that she just wanted to be somewhere warmer where she can enjoy year round and being warm and happy. That's why we always were looking down south. And we, like one day we just came to Fort Myers and we loved the place. And we're like, I think that would be a good idea to open a lobster rolls down here and we'll be happy. And so far, working out pretty good. And and Jasmine, are you, are you happy with the warmth here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like Hawaii, like back home. A little bit uh, more humid, but I, I'm i very happy with living in Florida. Feel better than being cold. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow. So how did you guys get into the lobster roll business? Well, so I guess when my partner Dan back when we were looking the idea to open, you know, some kind of restaurant, he was distributing seafood. So he had like some really good connection and 
he was able to, you know, reach some people in Maine and be able to get that fresh lobster. I guess that's a key ingredient. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get that fresh lobster, it's kind of hard to mess it up. <laughs> that, 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 that's how we come up with the idea to do this lobster roll thing. Uh-huh. And wow. even, like, you know, in many restaurants, you can go and get a lobster roll, but it would be just one kind. I guess that's what we specialize. So we have all different kind of lobster rolls. So any taste, you like it warm, you like it chilled. I guess that's our expertise. Man, you're killing me. I'm just, I'm just like drooling, drooling, drooling here. Uh- <laughs> So, how about the uh, the name Masons? Where, where what's the history there? Well, actually, um, it's named after Dan's son, Mason. Uh-huh. Um, he's probably how old is he? Eleven now, I think. Wow, yeah. neat, neat. Yeah, so um, named after uh, him. Now, does he uh, like when you're doing uh, store openings? Does he show up and sign autographs or? <laughs> <laughs> not autographs, but he is really like to be involved. You know, he's all around the place. So he definitely wants to be every time you open the store. He wants to be there. How great is that? I love it. I love it. So, what do you deal with any myths in your industry? And if so, what what are they, and how do you dispel them? Um, yeah. So, really, people think that um, Maine lobster and Canadian lobster are completely different species, but they're actually the same species. Um, The only difference really is that um, there's a really big difference in taste. So um, the main lobster actually is in warmer water and um, it makes it kind of sweeter with the more ah. sweet and tender because it doesn't have that shell. Like Canadian lobster, you know, the same species, but the shell is so much harder that meat is going to be more tough and doesn't have that like good flavors as main lobster. Mm-hmm. So even though it's the same species, but it tastes a little bit different. You know, another mm-hmm. difference too that affects taste a lot. You know, different regulation in the United States and Canada. You know, in the United States, when they catch a lobster, it is a certain size. You know, if it's too small, they let it grow. And if it's too big, they're going to let it go back because it's like perfect size for breeding. I think it's like 13 centimeters or something like that in Canada. Really? They're not that strict. So in Canada, they pull in those bigger lobster. And, you know, when you have that big claw and big tail, it looks pretty good, but it's actually going to affect the taste. It's not going to be that sweet. It's going to be more like chewy. So, so it yeah. is actually a big difference in taste, even though it's the same species. Yeah, I've had a few of those chewy lobsters. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we, we use an only main lobster. We have like Ready Brothers, which companies that catches. We can like trace our lobster pretty much to the boat it's coming from. So uh-huh. it's directly from Maine, from one company. Yeah, yeah it's funny. I, I've got this like visual of little lobsters with, you know, maybe like passports or licenses that get checked when you guys catch them or something. But I'm, I'm sure it's not like that. <laughs> 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 oh, that that is so interesting. Thanks for sharing that. So yeah, yeah. What, what are you guys doing when you're not working? What are you doing for fun? Uh, I mean, I guess it's not so much time that we're not working. Most of the time, we're actually staying pretty busy. But I guess if you get a little bit of time, uh, we like to go to the beach. I'm exploring Florida. We've, I mean, I didn't know there was so many... Um, cool like hiking trails you can go on you know everybody comes here and thinks just to go to the beach but there is a lot to do here yeah, it's all still pretty new to us i guess you know just yeah. new places 
I mean, if you ever get a chance to have a little bit more off than just one day, I guess we like to go visit our family, like, you know, pull it to vacation or go traveling. I guess that's kind of what we like to do. And yeah. I, going back to Maine every summer, that's that's our favorite thing to, to do. You know, go back there where our lobster are coming from and see if we can, you know, grab some other ideas, you know, expand our menu or get inspired by something else. Wow. And Yuri, I, I'm guessing that accent, it's either like a deep, deep Boston accent or from someplace else. I'm not oh, quite yeah. sure. Yeah, I wish. No, actually, I'm from Ukraine. I was born and raised in Ukraine. Yeah, I came Very here cool. probably when I was 19, so I've been here for like 12 years now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, do you, do you yeah. get back yeah. uh, often? Uh, not not often, but we try to go at least once a year if we can. Yeah. It's pretty far. It's probably like almost ten hour flight non nonstop. So it's long travel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow. And Jasmine, your favorite place since, since my good. What, what island did you live on in Hawaii? I lived on Oahu. Um, Oahu. I'm from yeah the North Shore area, so Hawaii. Ah. Wow. So so then we we got to know what's your favorite destination. I know you've only been here a few months and haven't seen it all, but if you had had to choose one place to go to tomorrow, let's pretend the day is off and you can do anything, what would that be? I think Key West, probably. Yeah, we've been to the Keys once, um, yeah. and it was beautiful and we loved it. Um, the water was nice and clean, kind of reminds the actually could go smart with it. Yeah, water is awesome. All right, well, very, very cool. How about, hardships, uh, something that maybe you guys have been through together or individually, whoever wants to share, could be business, could be personal, uh, but what comes to mind from a hardship point of view that you've been through, and, but looking back now, say, hey, it was it was terrible or it wasn't much fun, but now I'm better for it. I mean, I feel like, you know, it was a lot of little hardships. It just for me, like coming to this country, I have to learn English. I mean, I'm not, still not so good wow. at it, but you know, just all this little thing. But now looking in the past, I don't really even see that as a hardship. I just remember all the good stories and good stuff. You know, maybe it's a little bit of hardship what we're going through right now, but I feel like in a couple of years, we're probably even going to forget all this and just looking back and, you know, just remember all this positive and happy moments in our life. Yeah, yeah I can't even fathom going to a, a brand new country, new culture, and not forget about mastery of the language really you know probably other than a handful of words right you you oh, didn't yeah. know the language yeah my english was pretty much at basic level i barely speak any english you know like even like i remember trying to pass that driving test to get my driver license that was a challenge but you know now we're looking back it just it sounds yeah. pretty funny silly and look at you now man good for you yeah, thank you great. american dream now yep yep <laughs> wow. So how about if there was one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business, what would that be? That we have different um, varieties of lobster rolls. Um, everything that you basically want, um, anything from hot to cold lobster rolls. We have lobster rolls with butter, with mixed in mayo. You can, you can pretty much do anything to any of our lobster rolls. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to put you on the spot again, Jasmine. The the most unique combination you've ever even ever maybe been asked to do or or have seen. What would that be? Um, I did have a couple of these. So people like <laughs> the warm lobster rolls, 
but mixed in like our dressing. We have a special um, mayo, celery, lemon dressing. Ah. And they like to mix that together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. I love it. I love it. So um, I'm sure now many of our listeners are just like drooling like I am. So uh, how can they find you guys and, and learn more about you? It would be pretty easy to find us. We're located right here in downtown Fort Myers. If you're like right on the first street, we'd be like right next to Starbucks in between Courthouse and Starbucks. Uh, across the street from Ford's Garage. So if you're ever in downtown, I don't think you'll be able to miss us. I love it. I love it. How about a website? Yeah, you, you can go to our website. Um, it's uh, masonslobster.com. And you'll Sweet. find um, all of our restaurants on that website as well. Yeah, yeah. And growing and growing. Yeah. Good for you guys. Well, terrific. Any Any plans to add more in the Florida market? in the uh, future yeah, so we actually do have one coming in miami nice um, it's going to be in bayside miami uh -huh. um still exploring like yeah. surrounding area you know if you can yeah. see some good opportunity and yeah we definitely would like to uh you know open some more spots around here Yep. Yep. That's great. Well, guys, it was a pleasure. Learn so much about lobsters, Canadian lobsters, Maine lobsters, and, uh, you know, certainly an inspiring story in, in what you guys have done in such a short period of time. Wish you the absolute best. And uh, you'll be seeing me and, uh, and Barb uh, in the near future. Sounds good. I'm definitely looking forward to see you guys. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.